I'm ready. Hit All me. right. Three, two, one. everyone and welcome to the Legion of Myth Weekly live stream, episode number 163 on the traveling through time on the 5th of May, 2018. That's all, that's all Garthon's fault. I'm not blaming Max because I don't remember what happened last time, so it's all Garthon's fault. Yeah, I guess it is since when I started editing my slides, I said, hey, this is the 5th of May. I'll edit that. I edited the title instead of this slide. Yes, there you because go. Because I should go. have known if you didn't edit the Thorough. title, you didn't edit Thorough. this slide as well. So therefore, right. my attention to detail was lacking, and my drill sergeant would be very upset with me. You were the last one to touch this nonsense. That that's that makes it mine. That's how <laughs> exactly. I ended up with three kids. I was the last one to touch them at the hospital. I had to walk out with them. That's just the way it works. Yep, yep. No, no takesies backsies. <laughs> no takesies backsies. The staff was watching. I, I, <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it they works. Had you on camera. Uh, in life as well as in other things. All right. Thank you, everyone. I am Alex Garthon Marsh. With me, as always, is Brett Heathen Dog Grissomer. Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. Today, we got some good stuff for you. Uh, well, we got some good stuff. And then at the end, we're going to hit you with a giant, just crap bomb. I was going to say a monkey fling. Monkey fling? Okay. Okay. Yeah. There, there's a monkey fling with... With some with some really good English on it. No, oh, that's I was gonna say that too. We're like in gonna, sync. It, it's gonna hit you in the face, but it's gonna like curve, like like bend it like Beckham type thing, and hit you in the ear. That's right. Yes, that's not right, everyone. I'm going over three books. He's going over. What are you going over? I'm going RPGs. Over the, uh, Palladium RPG Nightbane. That's that right. Was voted, we actually. talked about that. That'll be interesting. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was uh, Elgarian's uh, Shroud of the Avatar stream. They love the Nightbane, so. They got it. They do. Ah, oh, someone didn't edit this slide either. So, we're going to Night Vade Played Horror. Gothic Comics published three mystery comics, which I don't want to reveal to you at this moment. And in RNG, we're going to talk about Thundercats Roar, which was just revealed. Just, wow. Oh, wow. We are so excited to yes, be... Yes, we're excited to talk about it. We really want it. We are loose. Feel the magic. Feel the roar. Yep. Legion of Myth is loose. Thunder, All right. thunder, thunder, thunder. Oh, Jesus, why? So, special day, hey, save it for the RNG. Sorry. Now they already know our opinion. They don't even have to watch anymore. Uh, we should probably just start over. Uh, spe special thank you to our top subscribers. We appreciate it oh so very much. It's your donation to keep this going. And maybe encourage to see the dog to edit his slides properly. And make sure to like or subscribe to this video. And to comment if you're live or on the YouTube. But we'll get back to you. Everything will be good. Thank you so much to all of our top subscribers and patrons. We appreciate it. Thank you very, very much. Streamlabs is good. I like Streamlabs. That's a good thing. Cheer yes to Twitch. I like that, too. All good. All good ways. Show love. But what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Say what now? Spatula City. We sell spatulas. Oh. And that's <laughs> all. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yep. gotcha. uh, I was like 13 when that came out. That was, was like awesome. the perfect time for that movie to come out. Yep. Just blows your mind when you're 13. All right. 
As always, you can like, subscribe, or comment the video. You do excellent too through Twitch when we're live every day of the week. Uh, also, you could comment on YouTube. We will get back to you. Tweet us. Talk to us on Discord. Amino. And buy stuff. G27,000. 70,000 products. Why do we got and the audio version is available through SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music, or find podcast aggregators everywhere. If you have a modern device, there is a way to get Legion of Myth coming in your ear hole. As always, if you want to like support us, we appreciate it. There are many ways. Patreon, Streetlabs, PayPal, getting our gear, shop.spreadshirt.com, looking cool. Oh, we're both in our gear. It's amazing. We're cheering us on through Twitch. Everyone likes to be cheered on. Get you go true. through. It's true. I mean, instant gratification is always the best part of live theater. It really is. And it just, cheering someone on has actually been shown to actually support them, be able to have them, make them go further than they normally could, which is why I never got very far in soccer. Thanks, Dad. So, it's true. It's true. It, it, it's, it staves off the, the eventual failure and, uh, and self-harm. That, that's that right. Life. That's right. And if you don't cheer people, that's what happens to them. Yeah. And as always... The opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or even offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Please be sure to like or subscribe. Let us know how you feel. Do it around. Well, to an extent. Do you feel like I do? Wah, wah, wah. Hoot Frampton. That was Frampton, wasn't it? Oh, Frampton comes no alive. I, I thought I thought that was a Muppets episode. Fram the Muppets are awesome. It's time to put on makeup. It's time to light the lights. With Heathen Dogs! Tabletop Gaming Fundamentals! Palladium Nightbane. That's right. Hello, everyone. I'm glad to see you here. And uh, he looks, today we that have... That demon looks really happy. Yeah, that... Uh, this made me... This picture right, right here made me not want to look at this book for years because that looks comical. It looks, well, two-thirds of it looks serious. And then that just the the big yellow-eyed guy's like, hey, where's the cake? You know, yeah, like, come on. pretty much. You know, like, yeah, pretty much that. But uh, this thing is not comical. Nightbane is a horror show. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. I mean, uh, uh, it was voted for by uh, the Shroud of the Avatar viewers, and apparently they're a dark lot. Well, so. have you seen Shroud of the Avatar? Not a lot of... There's a little darkness going on there. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's look at the particulars of this thing. Uh, came out in August 1995 uh, from Palladium Books, obviously. You can get the core PDF, but this this book you see right here, for $12.99, and the links will be in the credits below. And uh, you can get a physical copy gently used on eBay for $14.99. That's including Ooh, shipping. That's not bad. Yes, including shipping. Or you can get the a brand new physical copy from Palladium itself for twenty four ninety five, and that's not including shipping. And why not do that? Because it's nice to have your own new book. It is nice to have your own new book, but it's also you know, nice you, to pay ten dollars less. Yeah, if you can find it on eBay and it's not all dog eared and messed up and highlighted and crap, then you know what? Go for that. Really. I once bought a first edition D and D book off eBay. And someone had used color pencil to color in all the illustrations. That's what happened when you give a book to an 11-year-old. But here's the thing. They were really good. So it actually really enhanced the book quite a bit. That's, that's what happens when you give a... Give a college a student in the 80s a D&D book. An 11-year-old that has talent. <laughs> this was really good. I swear, I swear it had to be like some college student in the 80s who played this game. And just That's what they did while waiting for their turn. But it was done. Most of it was really nice. I was really impressed. Nice. Yeah. All right, cool. 
Well, let's let's get to this. Okay. Uh, Nightbane starts off in a parallel world. Everything up until the year 2000, pretty much the same. You know, all the same stuff happened. You know, we had same movies, TV shows, had same uh, advertisements, cars, and families going on fake vacations for those car commercials. And the uh, only uh, the only show that I like Jerry O'Connell in, even though, even though, I truly in my heart believe that Jerry O'Connell can act, but I have nothing to back that up with. Nothing. He acted occasionally in Sliders. Occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. Oh, oh, he was good in My Secret Identity. That was the TV series. His... Oh, that's right, that's right, where he could float and was invulnerable. Yeah, when he was like 10, yes, was... 12? Yeah, no, 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 he was like 13, I think. <laughs> he had just gotten skinny. He had just gotten skinny, so he decided to do another show. Because all, all they remembered from him was Goonies. That's it. He was in Goonies? He wasn't in Goonies. He wasn't, though. He wasn't the kid. Was he the kid in Goonies? Which kid? The fat kid. Chunk? Yeah. No! You sure? 100%. He was fat when he was little, though. Maybe, but he definitely was not Chunk. Chunk's a, Chunk actually uh, ran for student body president of his college and stuff. He That's no, totally different. All right. No, All right. no relation. No relation? You None. sure? 100%. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. stand by me. No, stand by me. That's right. All right, stand by me. Pro- stand maybe, by yeah. me. Yes, yes. yes. He, was, he, was, uh, he was a big kid in stand by me. That was the problem. All right. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, up up until then, it was pretty much the same. All right. Except uh, there, the only significant change was there was a, uh, a political party that doesn't exist in our world called the Preserver Party. All right. All right. Now, uh, the thing is, now, I want you to tell me what current political party this sounds like. All right. Uh, they're ultra conservative. They started off as a grassroots movement. And not, and by most people, they're considered absolute nut jobs. Who that sounds like to me? Yeah. Uh, to me, it sounds like the Constitution Party. Nope. Who? Tea Party. Uh, they're not a party. They're they're uh, they're a loose agglom- a conglomeration who usually stand behind like the conservative part, uh, the Constitution Party. Well, no, no, they they find room to the right of the right. I mean, ultra conservative is them. That's 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 what they do, and they're batshit crazy. But uh, this is this is what you know the the preserver party is in your head. I mean, th- think of think of the the batshit crazy Tea Party, and you'll 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 have the preserver party down. It's it's like it's like Palladium was prophetic in this one. All right, so uh, if everything if everything went about the way it normally the way it did in our world, they wouldn't you know. They wouldn't have been too much of a well. The Tea Party became a big problem, but they they probably wouldn't be too much of a problem because this is a fantasy setting. But some bad stuff happened. March six, two thousand, at six o two a.m. Eastern time. Because as Max Liao has told me time and time again, again, Eastern time is king. The rest of the world can make up their own times if they want to. Eastern time is the only time that matters. I do believe Max Liao has said that to me personally. In, yes, personally, he has said that to me many times as yep, well. Yep. Anyway, uh, at this at this exact moment, the entire world was shrouded in unnatural darkness. I say unnatural because not only could you not see the sun, you couldn't see the moon or stars, nothing. It was just black. Mm, that's and not good. Yet, and yet, the world was still in twilight, even though there was no visible light source. 
people could still see. It sounds like the darkness spell from D&D, just saying. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Now, uh, as you can imagine, the world did not take lightly to this. Uh, there were riots everywhere because people thought, oh, it's Judgment Day, everyone's going to die, we're all judged, and it's all bad because, you know, no sun. You know, God took away the light. He said it was good. Apparently, we're not good enough for light. People waiting so, the rapture. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, no, actually, people thought that the rapture passed them by. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, that's yeah, all right. Ev everyone who, who was missing or couldn't be found the moments before this happened is probably raptured in your boat. Because now, now you live in the land of darkness. Good for you. That'd be kind of unfortunate. Uh, yeah, exactly. And uh, people just got, you know, extremely scared because the sun, the moon, and the stars disappeared. I'd be scared, too. You'd yeah, we, we need those. Yeah, you'd be a friggin' idiot not to be scared. All right? So people started doing dumb stuff, you know, like uh, riding for fear, riding for just plain old greed, uh, going to church, committing mass suicide, uh, killing your family, then killing yourself to save them the horror of, of living through the apocalypse. That all happened. It was, wasn't great. Now, on top of this nonsense, there, well, actually beneath this nonsense, because to be fair, the, the local police and media pretty much gave this the, the top billing. Well, I would think so. I would think rioting so. Rioting and mass murder and stuff like that. Beneath that, though, there was monster sightings. And when I'm saying monster sightings, I mean, uh, like people saying, oh, my God, I saw some guy get ripped apart by this thing with 14 hands, three mouths, and, and uh, six, maybe seven dozen eyes. Well, yeah. uh, when someone says that and, you know, you have riots and stuff going on, you're going to say, yeah, okay, we'll look into that later. Exactly right. Yeah, back burner that stuff because not only is it seemingly not important, it's also seemingly stupid. Right. We got real problems to deal with, lady. Right. So what if uh, the light is just down for maintenance? You know, season updates. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, God took uh, took down lighting lighting one point <laughs> to patch it for lighting two point coming soon and coming soon was march 7th at 602 a.m obviously eastern time because it's the only time that counts and suddenly everything came back the lights came back on oh that's nice and everyone was so relieved yay oh, until well no it, was, it wasn't until everything seemed cool everything seemed cool except monster reports were still happening oh that's less and, unfortunate and, uh, since the writing reports came down, the monster reports stayed the same. And then, uh-oh, it seems like monster reports are more important now. So people start actually listening Actually to paying that. a little bit of attention to them. Yeah. But uh, let, let's let's see what actually happened uh, during the dark day, which is what this was called. This was, uh, this was the day after. The New World Order happened, and you, you didn't know it. Uh, suddenly... In the weeks and months after Dark Day, the Preserver Party shoots through just, just the stratosphere in membership and political power and clout. No one can understand why it's just happening. It's just unfolding. It's an avalanche of support. The preservation of the American society at all costs. That's their, that's their motto. Did they pass out hats? Yes. Were they red with know. white type? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, MAGA probably it doesn't fit. Pa pass, Pasic. Pask. Just Pask. Pask. There you go. Pask. 
they their their rhetoric changed slightly to take advantage of the fear and the chaos after Dark Day, like they had. It was written for them, and uh, in the in the November two thousand elections, they took so many House and Senate seats that a a legitimate third party system was made that day. Not only that, they somehow took the presidency. Douglas Carson of the Preserver Party became president. Oh, how nice for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, when you sell your soul to, to evil, I guess you could pull things off. Well, that, we don't know that right now. We don't know. Even though the the people pictured here obviously sold the soul to Satan. I mean, we got what? We got uh, Mussolini. And, yep. Yeah, and that's it's just not. Anyway. Uh, Hansy every, the happy demon for the front cover. Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> all of the... Uh, uh, all of the pundits were like, you know what? This is a three-party system. Absolutely nothing can possibly get done. I mean, we had a hard enough time with two-party system. A three-party system is going to be gridlock on every single issue, except every single issue the Preserver Party wanted to throw out there passed because for some reason Republicans and Democrats, enough of them voted with the Preserver Party. That that doesn't surprise me at all. To just make everything uh, fly by. That doesn't surprise you at all. If they saw some sort of major shakeup like that, they're like, "Oh, we have always believed that position, and welcomed our demon overlords. We have we've been whelping the demon overlord for hundreds of years." There you go, <laughs> and that, that that would be a logical thing. So, what actually happened during during Dark Day to do this thing? Well, we were invaded and didn't know it. During the Dark Day, the Earth was taken over completely. 100% success. See, we were free the day before, and we were an unknowing slave race the day after. Woohoo! I mean, oh, Yeah, exactly right. But During was there that, free internet? That's the important part. Oh, it's free internet. It's yes! Just, now, well, it's free as in cost-wise, but, but free as in, like, freedom of information. Oh, you got no, none of that. that. No, there's none of that. No, no. Uh, during, during the dark day, key people were replaced or killed. I'm talking uh, pretty much all the big wigs in the Preserver Party were already demons in in disguise. Uh, But a lot of uh, Republicans, Democrats, uh, of course, all the politicians, reporters and police chiefs across the country during Dark Day were replaced with with doppelgangers or demons that have glamours. Fair enough. Yeah. And by the time the lights came back on, it was over. The, The world was taken over. It was done. I still buy uh, this happening right now, so that's all right. Yeah. Uh, the 11 steps to fascism, which I found in a, in a, in a, in a very short Google search, were, was pretty funny, and that's pretty much what happened. But uh, uh, the demon lords uh, called Baal, or night lords, uh, they're from a parallel earth, a parallel world that is, uh, it, it exists 100% of the time in the state that the earth was for 24 hours. The the perpetual twilight where no no stars no moon no sun no nothing but uh, a magical light just uh gives a, a vague uh twilight look to everything and uh, they they cause dark day as a distraction number one is a distraction to get people to be so afraid they wouldn't you know look real closely at what's actually happening but also this this giant influx of magical energy allowed them to uh, bring people from their parallel world to our world on mass, just bring them all over at one time. Usually they can only come over onesies or twosies at a time. It takes a lot of energy to do. 
but they they saved up that energy they they started chanting months ago and bam they opened the door big and wide during dark day and they were able to move ever all of their troops in place to take over everyone at the same time now i'm not just talking about the u.s i'm talking about worldwide world. yeah yes when i'm talking when i'm saying the world is now taken over and anyone who knows about this is in a resistance cell and doesn't know it well you know, That's maybe exactly maybe they should be in charge. They actually seem able to create a complex plan and execute it successfully. That's more than our current government could do. So that is absolutely true. Yes, absolutely true. But I assure they're evil. After after this complex plan was executed successfully, uh, the world was cut up into 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 uh, uh, fiefdoms, and uh, everyone started ruling over their own little area, and cooperation fell to the wayside because the the one historic problem with with a conglomeration of evil is that evil doesn't like to share power that is true yeah so yeah then they started infighting again but anyway uh the ultimate goal of this thing was to dominate the world and they completely succeeded the the, the first thing they did in the u.s was disband the nra and they successfully did it in months congratulations yes and that was to disarm the populace. Well, and yeah. Can't have people number, defending themselves like a bunch of schmucks. number 11 in the steps to fascism. Uh, kill, replace media owners and personalities uh, to control the information that gets to the citizenry. Yep. And that is uh, number 7. And 8. And 8, yes. Number 7 and 8, right there. And then weaken the economy. Uh, they actually slowed down progress. Uh, they 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 purposefully tanked the economy to to make people poorer, so they could be more easily controlled. Hey, you got to find a threat. Got to yeah. blame something else. One, invoke a threat. Yeah, you have to create strife to get control. That's and right. then control the local police. Uh, they replaced all the police chiefs and many many of the uh, many of the deputy chiefs and lieutenants and stuff like that to to control what crimes are actually pursued. You you pursue stupid drug crimes, uh, uh, nonviolent stuff to to dis disenfranchise the minorities, murderers, rapists, stuff like that. You don't pursue as much because that causes more chaos and discord. And that's that of course is number 10. Uh, subvert the rule of law. Yep. Duncan uh, has what, an idea. What's that? Free bacon and beer on every street corner. With demon power, that could be done. Oh, that's entirely likely, yeah. I don't like bacon and beer, though. Well, I guess what? I just have to be sent to the camps. Yes. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. Jesus. What bacon or beer? Okay. Bacon's so, okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, you think now there's no hope for anyone. And mostly you'd be right. But uh, that's where the Nightbane come in. The Nightbane, uh, during during the dark day, uh, lots of uh, kids and teenagers, uh, pretty much people between the ages of 10 or 11, the start of puberty, and the mid or toward the end of puberty, the, the mid to late teens, uh-huh. uh, a certain percentage of them trans spontaneously transformed into what they would consider monsters. Oh, all right. All right, now... Uh, they, they found out pretty early that they can transform back into their human form. And then they can transform from human to Nightbane at will. And, of course, the, the, the Nightbane form gives a lot of advantages, except that you look like a monster. But uh, the, they can alter their form from, from facade to morphous. Facade is the human form, and morphous is the Nightbane form. 
Uh, in their Nightbane form, they have increased strength. It becomes, uh, it, you get a bonus to strength and it becomes supernatural. Increased SDC, what I mean increased, I mean like by a lot. You get regeneration, which isn't quite vampire palladium regeneration, but it's really good. And you get uh, other supernatural powers. You know, you get uh, magic-based abilities. And uh, the, for some reason, the Night Lords, who who orchestrated the the, the uh, one day takeover of the Earth, fear the Nightbane a whole lot. Why? Well, because they take triple damage from a Nightbane. Yeah, that sounds kind of painful. It is because Nightbane do supernatural strength damage, and some of them have claws and hooks and swords and all kinds of stuff. And wow, they can really rip into some damage. That's good and for us. It is good for us. And the Nightbane are immune to mind control or transformations of any kind. Oh, that so, is good. Yeah, you, you can't you can't say uh, you can't Jedi mind trick them or you can't transform them into rabbits or whatever. They are immune to any physical transformation or mind control of any kind. So they are a threat and the Night Lords go after them. And because of that, all of Nightbane's hate Night Lords. So if you didn't hate them already, because they grew up human, right? Right. I mean, right. they grew up completely human up until the dark day. And now they're, they're half monster, half human. And there's full on monsters that they know are out there now because they keep coming after them. So kill them. Okay. Okay. Works for me. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so what are the Nightbane abilities? Well, the Nightbane RCC, it's a racial character class. Uh, the attributes. In the facade, the human form, they have, they're just normal, straight-up humans. They have 3d6 for all their stats. That's it. But when they change into their Morphous, they get a plus 10 to physical strength, physical endurance, speed, plus 6 to physical prowess, and their strength and endurance become supernatural. Dang, that's yeah. really tough. It is really tough. It's no joke. It's crazy. SDC and hit points. In their normal human form, the facade form, they get a little better than regular humans, 30 plus whatever skills they have. All right. Normally, humans get like 10 or 15 plus whatever skills they have. But these guys get 30. So it's a little better. Yeah. In their amorphous form, when they transform, they immediately gain. They, they take their human form, SDC, and then gain 2d6 times 10. That can SDC. be ridiculous, dang. It can be ridiculous. And their hit points, normally it's it's absolutely normal for a human being. Their physical endurance and then a plus 1d6 per level. Great. In their morphous form, it becomes their physical endurance times 2 and 2d6 per level. Ooh, so it's doubled better. everywhere. Yeah, doubled everywhere. And in their morphous form, they regenerate 10 SDC or hit points per round. That means I take all my turns, you take all your turns. When the new round comes around, I gain 10 hit points. Nice. Really so good. These guys are good. They're tough. Yes. that's an, That is an amazing amount of regeneration. Just the only thing better than that is were creatures or vampires. That's it. That's it. That's the only thing better in the, in the nice. universe than that. All right. Now, combat. Uh, in their human form, they're just whatever they're trained. I mean, if, if you, if you trained uh, under, under, uh, under Sensei Johnny and Cobra Kai, you get Cobra Kai karate. If you didn't, then you get eh, yeah. eh, karate, but in their morphous form, they get hand-to-hand -hand martial arts for free. Oh, that's they just nice. have it. It's instinctive. They instinctively have martial arts training for free. Okay. That's nice. That's great. That That's one less skill I got to not worry about. Good job. Thank you. All right. Now, 
Uh, let's see, their powers. Uh, being a half monster does have benefits, and uh, the facade and morphous forms obviously are are one of the benefits. You can pass as a human being, and you can change into a supernatural creature at will. And it takes 15 seconds uh, minus the the number you get on a mental endurance roll. So you can force the change faster if you roll successfully on a mental endurance roll. You can make it happen in just a couple of seconds instead of 15. So if you need to hulk out like super fast, you can boom, roll a die and do it. The only problem with that is that uh, in high stress situations or high excitement or pain or fear, you could spontaneously change. So it's more like the Bruce Banner, Hulk TV show movies type situation. Yeah, you don't want to make him angry. Exactly. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. You definitely wouldn't like it because you think you just saw a monster, a monster pop out yeah, yeah he's a good monster yeah but you know you still look like a monster i mean there's yes. no getting around that now uh another good thing about the about the morphous form is you have supernatural senses but in this uh for some of this you don't have it in just the morphous form and you even in your human form you have complete night vision which means you can see in utter darkness i don't mean like oh it's no moon out it's really cloudy there's no stars and it's really, really dim. No, I mean like you're underground with no light source whatsoever. You can still see for 200 feet in your human form. If you change into morphous form, that that is updated to 500 feet. Dang. And why is there red marks underneath? Okay, that's, that's just me. Yeah, and, just uh, yeah, just me. Okay, and uh, the other, you can sense other nightbane around you. If you're uh, uh, within 300 feet plus 30 feet per level of another nightbane you can sense the general direction of the nightbane if if you lock eyes with the nightbane you immediately know that that's another nightbane right there him or her right there that's I convenient yeah so you can you can find your friends in a crowd that's good now another of the powers is mirror walk mirror walk is is what what uh, what they call the nightbane's ability to move to that twilight parallel universe called the nightlands that that the night lords come from who launched the attack to our world, right. the, the Nightbane can go there as a special ability. They actually uh, transform themselves into uh, kind of like a T2-type dark liquid and pour themselves into any size mirror, and they immediately transform, transport themselves into the, into the Nightland. Okay. So if sure. the enemy runs, they can follow. Uh, they, they, they can go behind the enemy lines and, and spy and scout and stuff like that. Can be done. That, that's their natural ability. Now, also in their morphous form, they have supernatural strength and physical endurance. This is super important because it, it increases damage, carrying capacity, and lifting capacity significantly. A lot. I mean, it's no joke. The difference between normal human strength and supernatural strength is a wide chasm of power. Oh, yeah. And physical endurance, the uh, the just the stamina limit alone is just as significant. A 10 physical endurance means you, you can run full speed for two to four minutes without getting a stitch and, you know, saying oh i need water i need to stop i need to take a breather a 10 physical endurance that's supernatural is something like 20 minutes it's crazy 
the, 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 the chasm is so wide in the difference between normal and supernatural that it's just bananas. Uh, and of course, like I said earlier, they are immune to mind control and all transformations. Uh, they're immune to uh, magical mind control, vampiric mind control, psionic mind control. They're immune to uh, psionic, magical, and innate ability transformations of their body. They cannot be made into a vampire. They are immune to the to the slow kill of a, of, of a vampire. Obviously, they're 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 not stunned by by a vampire slowly leeching their soul out of their body like most humans are. No, they're not. They can just turn into a monster and punch them in the face. And that's pretty much what happens to vampires when they try and snack on a nightbane. But yeah, that's that's good. Pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Now, uh, the powers continue. Uh, uh, the Morphous powers and bonuses. Uh, when, when you make your nightbane character in the, in the racial character class, the beginning thing, it is a random physical mutation. No nightbane, no, no two nightbanes are the same. Even right. if your mother and daughter, father and son, doesn't matter, you can look completely different. There is a random role for everything. You could have bird aspects, snake aspects, crocodile aspects, bear aspects, lion aspects, insect aspects. You could have stigmata for some reason. You you could have a, you could have a gun popping out of your arm. Now there are a whole bunch of theories on this, but it's uh, they, they say that the transformation is based on your mental state at the time you transform <laughs> tardigrade aspect says Duncan Idaho. Okay, sure. Why not? why not? Why not? Yeah. You could aspect of tardigrade. That'd if you're watching creepy, discovery actually. At, at the, at the moment of your transformation, you're, you're, you're watching. You're the, just really the, into uh, tardigrades. Yeah, you're really into tardigrades and you're, you're watching, you're watching, uh, uh, Burnham free the tardigrade and him going into space and zooming away. And you're like, wow, I want to do that. And that's the moment where you transform and you could be a tardigrade nightbane. Good for you. No one's going to respect you because you look like a tool. Well, you'd have aspects that would be a giant tardigrade. You'd look creepy as hell, heck. Oh, yeah, most likely, yeah. Like the big, weird, sucky mouth, the teeth all in it. Ew. That'd yes. Creepy. That's true. That's true. But if you were, if you were watching Transformers, then you might have, like, uh, you know, laser cannons coming out of your arms. That's kind of cool. Really yeah. inconvenient to get a drink. Really inconvenient to get a drink. You're absolutely correct. Now, uh, talents. Now, these are special Nightbane powers. These are... These are magically based powers that do run off of potential psychic energy, but they're not considered magic magic spells. Now, uh, when you when you start at first level, you get one power you can choose from all the common abilities, all the common uh, nightbane talents for for one for free. You get one. You choose one. You like it. Uh, example: uh, anti arcane. Uh, when you activate this power, spending twenty PPE. For the next, uh, God, uh, level D4 minutes, you are immune to all magic cast upon you. Dang. Just immune. Yeah. All immune. You're immune. Uh, premonition. Uh, th this, is a, this is a power that I personally wouldn't take because it's game master controlled. Uh, you have the ability to spontaneously have visions or, uh, or glimpses of the future. And it's all game master control. Yeah, so that's you, kind of stuff you only works with the game master. Like, oh yeah, your premonitions. Uh, we have to come up with some. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, he's he's got to plan your premonitions into the game, or else it's not going to work. And doorway. Yeah. That is a that is you can create a rift, for you know you size rift, and you can go. You know, it's it's like a long distance dimension door. 
Except you can't go around the planet. You can go like a few miles, stuff like that. That's yeah, still really convenient. Like, yeah, it's still really cool. Like you can instantly go away, go somewhere else, then you're all but untraceable. It's great. I like it. It's good stuff. Now, uh, there's a whole bunch of other powers. There's a dark whip where you can create a whip out of dark energy and hit people with it to do, you know, supernatural damage. Uh, there's uh, there's one where uh, you can uh, fire uh, beams of dark energy from your hands or eyes or whatever, and it does, you know, concentrated energy, concentrated damage to a single foe. It's great. You know, there's 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 a two or three dozen powers in this thing, and it it's made to where you can uh, you can flesh out your character. You know, I mean, there's some stuff that's random, like the aspect, the animal or insect aspect is random, or the the stigmata aspect is random. But you uh, they give you enough leeway to where you can get your own vision of your Nightbane character, which I like. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. So that was the uh, the quick in a nutshell backstory and what's going on in the Nightbane world setting. If you want uh, detailed character generation, uh, detailed uh, background on the bad guys of the show, detailed background on the good guys that are that are uh, written in the books, then hey, go ahead and throw it in chat. Leave a comment below if you're looking at YouTube. Uh, don't don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, and. Uh, if there's enough interest in uh, in the background in Nightbane, I will I will dig deep. I will I will bring you the the nuggets of gold in this thing, and show them to you, personally. So in theory, the people on the cover could be Nightbane. Yes, all three of them could be Nightbane on the cover. Huh. Interesting. Because yeah, uh, the the woman could be in her facade form, just you know, still creepy. Or maybe Still she's creepy. transforming with her hand turning all red and demony. Maybe she is in the in the midst of a transformation, and the others could be just Nightbane in Morphous form. That's why the one looks like she has bows in her hair and is kind of happy. There you go. Like it's a little girl who normally has bows yeah, in her hair. Yeah, it's a little girl who normally has bows in her hair and is super happy, but when she transforms, she looks like that. Yeah, it could be. Duck Knight says he digs it. He wants more. All right, one vote from Duck Knight. Got all it. All right. Right, thank you, Heathen Dog. That was important. I never, this is a system I had seen the cover for, but never knew anything about. Yes. Very and interesting. It, it's true. I've played this a grand total of one time. Ah. Just once. Well, if you want more Heathen Dog, you check out Heathen Dog on YouTube. You check out Heathen Dog's Heathen Dogma on the YouTube, on the Legion of the Channel. See all of his segments, anime and RPG segments, team-ups, and Warframe as Star Trek Online with that Garthon kid. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's, he, all right. he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. All right. Just like Star Trek Online. All right. All right. What was that mission? Ugh. Anyway. Crossfire. Crossfire. Our newest yes. Star Trek Online foundry yes. team up. It, it's going to go up uh, tomorrow. It's going to go up tomorrow morning. Instead of I, Cassin, it's all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Check out his past streams. They're all highly entertaining. And check out his streams Monday at 8 Central. What are you doing now that you beat Portal? I, I beat Portal, but once you beat the game, you get all kinds of bonus levels. So I'm going to go through the bonus levels. All right. Good luck with that. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, I don't need too much help from the audience, but I needed so much help from the audience. During the <laughs> that was actually, that last Monday was great. You actually beat the game first time against uh, GLaDOS, yep. and you did it with zero seconds left on the clock. Exactly zero. It was blinking zero. And it was alarming. You were about to lose, and you actually pulled yes. it off. It was amazing. In less than a second, the game would have killed me. Because I will say, when I first played that, well, I had no one helping me, telling me what I needed to do. But I 
actually lost the first time because I didn't know what I was supposed to do, so it took me too long to figure I it out. I technically lost the first time too. I accidentally walked into the fire pit that you're supposed to throw the things into. <laughs> I, I fell. I fell. I was it was I was perched precariously, but I don't count that really as a loss. No, the, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. Yeah. But take that at 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, coming on Monday. Thank you, Ethan Dog. You are welcome. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I present unto you. Garthon's Comic Pull! We get comic books. We read them. We tell you about them. First up, Avengers number two, written by Jason Aaron, artist Ed McGinnis. Uh, yeah, that's what the book looks like on the inside, too. Uh, last issue. The drawing of the heroes, essentially, started getting together. A bunch of dead celestials came falling out of the sky. Something killed them. Oh, no, what could it be? Uh, this issue is more of the same. Uh, their team wait, is... Wait, still set up? The team is starting to pull together. You start seeing more than two heroes in the same place. Oh, come on. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't blame them for that. But it's really a lot more of the same, except... You're getting a whole monologue in the background this time about someone setting this up and, oh, Avengers, you don't know what dark things have happened in the past, blah, blah, blah. And and then at the end it shows, it's pretty obvious throughout the issue, that it's Loki. You don't know if Loki's setting it up or if well, he's, he's just the, the narrator. Or, yeah, but he does mention how he, uh, it was his intervention that caused the Avengers to form in the first place, which is true. Okay. Um, so he feels it right that he's behind causing the form again. I don't know if that means that he's acting as a positive force or a negative force. They're really a force, right? They're trying to, they, they're trying to make it capitalizing on the movies. Yeah. And they're trying to definitely, definitely. And they're trying to make it look like Loki is the bad guy. Like he somehow caused this, but it's too in your face to really, it's a little too in my face. And also goes against a lot of what they would do with the Loki character for the past eight years, ten years in the comics. Loki has had his own miniseries, which was actually pretty good. And Loki isn't being presented as a villain nowadays. He's usually presented as a antagonist. Yeah, yeah. An anti-hero right. antagonist. He, yeah, anti-hero. Like, a lot like he's Deadpool. He's not exactly evil. He's on his own side. Right. Yeah. But even then, actually, a lot of times he's being portrayed as, I'm actually trying to help you people because you're not smart enough to help yourself. I'm the god of trickery. I'm very smart. This yeah. is how you do things. I'm helping you get to the next level. I'm freaking I'm a, Prometheus for your tiny brains. I'm, I'm not a bad guy. I'm just a D-bag. Right. That's kind of how he's putting it. Um, I'll be back in a sec. Yeah. So, all in all, it's uh, it's an interesting book. It's not great. The art is okay. The writing is okay. The setup is okay. The character selection is okay. You know, I'm not going to complain about it. I'll complain about what uh, Marika Tokemi did to She-Hulk and turned her to Savage Hulk, apparently. I uh, don't like that at all. And they're still going with that for some reason. That should have just been flushed and ignored. But, hey, they're keeping it going for some reason. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's okay. It's, you know... It's above average, sort of. Give it a three star. It's not bad. Maybe three and a half. I can be convinced three and a half... It's just a very okay book. It doesn't make me want to read the next issue. It doesn't... No, There was no panel. I looked at it. Oh my gosh, the art's incredible. There was no plot hook or twist. Went, oh, that's so cool. It was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's kind of neat. 
it was never great. It was all, oh, that's kind of neat, yeah. So, just, yeah, uh, yeah. It wasn't average, it was above average, but not by much, you know? So, yeah, three stars. Avengers number two. I wanted to love it. Captain America number 702, written by Mark Wade, Art by Howard Shakin, Rod Reese, and Leonardo Romero. Uh, they also do the covers and the colors, so I left those blank because they're the same. Mark Wade, apparently, when writing Captain America, is incapable of writing a Captain America story that takes place in current times with any sort of current issues presented as current issues uh, with current villains, current rosters, current storylines, or anything else. He has to write every Captain America story he writes as his own self-contained little tale so that he could write polemics about what he feels about the current political system in America. The art's not great either. Um, it's really not. The... So, basically what's happening in this storyline, totally separate than the previous out-of-time storyline here by Captain America, the previous storyline Mark Wade wrote was Captain America gets frozen, wakes up in a post-apocalyptic future where this horrible fascist government's taken over and the communists are trying to fight against it and there's, oh, they've perverted the American symbol and they're just like, oh, don't worry. Though I, the, the past year, this like, yeah, we know about the cap. This is the future, but it's only 25 years in the future. That seems like a whole lot. <gasps> that, yeah, it's not. That's why it's supposed to show like how evil the current administration is. Uh, but this story is totally unrelated to that, and it takes place in uh, a hundred years in the future, I guess. Maybe oh. where the world is in like a utopia. Yay! Everything's so great. Yay! Um, and Captain America's a symbol of yay, happiness, and love. I guess, and their people are basically utopian and there's no money and everyone's healthy and happy and stuff and E.T. That was, that was E.T. Yeah. No, no, that was, that was supposed to be Star Trek, but I, but you did E.T. Um, anyway, so, but this one dude with the beard, like his kid is sick and like the injections aren't making him well. He's like, dude, Doctor, why am I kid not getting well with this with our futuristic happy injections? He's like, I don't know. Your kid's just a freak. Oh, sorry. Oh. Um, and they're like, well, it's weird because this serum is based off of the super soldier serum that was taken from Catcher's body when he died of old age. Sure. Um, and you're the direct descendant of Captain America, and so is your son. So you would think it would sure work would. on you, but it don't yeah. work on you, which is yeah. weird. But maybe he's, like, allergic. That happens or something. I don't know. So this guy is a historian. Because, you know, he's his great-great-grandfather's Captain America, so he's all about history. Because, hey, who, who'd want, who want, wouldn't want to study that? Yeah, yeah. Who, who wants to live their own life when, when they had heroes in their... Right. Why know, not live vicariously through your past? Exactly. Coward. Yeah. So um, he ends up finding out that... Well, and also the Earth has become best buddies with the Kree... And there's, what? there's, oh yeah, it's all peace and love, man. Sure. But he started using the, apparently historians in this future have the ability to like use a little like monocle to look back in time. And he's done this and he's found out that the Cree are actually are, uh, have changed the serum so that it's actually turning people on a genetic level into Cree. Awesome. 
and that the Kree's plan is at some point to basically flip the switch, and because the Kree Empire, the great brain, whatever they call it, the hyper, the, the, the super art, intelligence, the Kree intelligence, yeah, yeah, could basically mind control all the Kree. So at some point when everyone in the planet is, you know, creified, they flip the switch. Poof, you're part of the Empire now, comrades. Let's go. Yay. And he's figured this out, and he's like, oh, no, I must stop it. But actually, he's not like, I will stop. He's like, I don't want to deal with this crap. I just want my son to be well. I don't want to deal with any of this crap. But okay. basically, his story going through, finding out these conspiracies, finding the hidden history of Captain America they don't want you to know... Uh, what, there's his a, porn addiction? What? There's thing, not about Captain America, but about the history, like oh. the Cree and stuff, and their oh, right, utopian right, okay. societies built on lies Got and well, all that all stuff. U- all utopian societies are built on uh, lies. Yeah, that's part of the deal. Um, so, and like basically, like the other historians will help him because now he's a pry and no one will believe his theories. It's, and then when he, he, he like, there's another historian who believes him, but everything's the other guy's crazy and has been for years, but in fact, he has been faking he's been crazy for years, waiting for this guy, whose name I'm not even going to mention because it's not worth remembering, uh, to figure everything out. Because he's like, you're the smartest guy. I knew eventually he'd figure this out. So I've just been faking. I've been crazy all this time. So here's what I know. And then he gets killed shortly after that, of course. Of course he does. Of course. Totally unpredictably. Oh, yeah. So he goes in to the ruins behind new Washington DC where apparently they just built a city on top of old Washington D the rubble of old Washington DC from world war three. No one ever bothered to look through the rubble, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. to where captain America had his last fight with the red skull. He finds a giant cosmic cube. It's not active. It's just like a big cube. He opens it up and inside's the red skull. No, he was hoping he was captain America was the red skull. Oh no. And that's where it ends. Um, okay. Oh, all right. <sighs> Here's the thing. I did not buy Captain America to read about some idiot in a business suit in the future whose historian keeps complaining he only wants to save his son. Yep. I don't care about your stupid fake future society. I wanted to read about Captain America smashing people in the face or yep. standing up for the little guy. I don't care about your convoluted theories about what you think about the current political climate, which is what you keep thinly veiling in all of your books, Mark Wade. I cannot wait for you to be off this book. Of course, they're putting Tony Coates on the book, which will either be fantastic or terrible. I'm really curious as to which. Because Tony Coates, who is going to be writing next, is a fantastic writer who also thinks but. Malcolm X is fantastic. So I'm really curious how, how that's going to go. Mm. <laughs> Very curious. Um, his Black Panther run was great. Just fantastic. Um, and it wasn't all, you know, you know, fist in the air, kill the white people. So... I'm not saying that's how it was. It wasn't. It actually was a really good series. Really excellent. The, But Mark Wade running Captain America has really been a shame. It's been embarrassing. It has not been about Captain America at any point. It's all about Mark Wade's politics. And I don't want to read them. I wouldn't want to... Even if I agreed 100% with them, I wouldn't want to read them. I don't read comic books to see my political views parroted or insulted. I read them to for escapism. I want to see Captain America standing up for what America stands for, not for what political administrations in office or not in office. I want to stand for the ideals of America, for uh, for liberty, for justice, for individual exceptionalism, for trying to help out people, trying to make things a little better, 
for inventivity, for all these things, the mythos that America has accompanied over, uh, uh, embodied over the years. I want to see a Captain America story about that, not crazy guy in the future trying to save his son because the Kree somehow changed everyone's flu vaccine that was once super soldier serum light into make you Kree serum. Nobody cares. I don't care. It's not a Captain America story. And eventually at some point he'll introduce Captain America, I suppose, and he'll punch Red Skull in the face where they'll team up because Skull will be like, everyone's ready to Kree? What is this crap? And, you know, so I just... The art isn't terrible. The art's just okay. You know? And they do that trick where when they're showing things at different points in history, they have different artists doing it. That works sure. really well. It, it That was one of the few things that worked in Secret Empire, which was a god-awful train wreck. Mm. Um, but the idea of switching artists when you're showing different perspectives works. It works in this as well. But the main artist, Howard Shaken, is just very okay. He's not bad. He's just very okay. And since the storyline's very okay, I guess it matches. It just, there's nothing there that makes you really want to read the next issue. I'm a little curious. But it's more like, you know. And like, what the hell's he doing with this? Or why yeah. should I care? How show could this me, get worse? Yeah, show me why I should care. Ew, it could get way worse. But, I mean, Secret Empire. Anytime someone says, how bad could a Taft America story be? I just have to pull yeah, a Secret yeah, yeah. Empire. And then, then, then you're done. Yeah. It could be yeah. this bad. That exactly this bad. It could yeah. get exactly this bad. Do you want to get this bad again? No, stop showing me the book. So did I like it more or less than Avengers number two? I liked it about the same three stars. It's nothing worth writing about. It doesn't sound like three stars. Nothing worth right. Nothing worth writing about. It's not, not bad super though. Interesting. It's not it, yeah, bad. That's an average I book. No, no, it's not. Cause I kind of want to know what's going on. Yeah, that that's just morbid no. curiosity. That's you just like arguing, but no, no, I don't. I don't. You, morbid curiosity. The dialogue's pretty good. It's not a half a star. The ideas, but some of the ideas are pretty good. The dialogue's pretty good. Three stars. Mm. Three stars. The punctuation is excellent. The punctuation. Stop it. The letterer stop. is on fire. Wow. Okay. No. No. Three stars. No. Eject. No. Last, we have Justice League. No justice. Number two. Uh, I can't write today. Written by Scott Snyder. Art by Francis Manipal. So, art's pretty neat in this book. I gotta say, I like the art. And uh, this, this cover matches up with the number one cover, it looks like? Yeah, it does. All the covers for No Justice are gonna match up into a big, awesome thing. Okay. So, last issue, as you'll recall, Brainiac got everyone together, beat up all the heroes, then took them into space and said, Hey kids, I beat you all to show that I can... So that's to let you know that I'm serious about this stuff. These four yeah. giant space celestials are coming out of nowhere and they're going to kill us all. And, and here's the plan. And then Amanda Waller, right. you know, cocks it all up. Well, he says, I'm going to put you in different teams that I chose. There are reasons for this. And I'm going about to tell you why you're in these teams. Oh, my brain. As Amanda Waller screws up and kills him. Well, kills him. Yes, kills him. Probably really kills yeah. Brainiac. Kills Brainiac. I don't buy it. He's dead. Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing up. All right, I'll tell you, as of issue two, he's dead. Yeah, but people have thought Brainiac was dead for a long time. Yeah, you know, he'll many be back. Times. So he'll just, he'll have to, he'll, it'll take us a while to reboot. For okay. he, So he's effectively dead for now. He's out of the picture. Right. So 
This issue is a bunch of, oh, hell, what do we do? We, we're screwed. Because yeah. he left that thing on Earth. And if Amanda he Waller boned us yet and again. if he activates, it's raw hosed. Meanwhile, back on Earth, Amanda Waller is uh, like riding a giant snowcat vehicle. Yeah. No, no, she's not cheering. She's in a snowcat vehicle, like going toward the Fortress of Solitude. And people are like, oh, you shouldn't be going there. She's like, you know, screw off people. I'm going to, I got to do this. Uh, don't people die when they go there? When they're not super people? Eh. Well, she's going towards it because she's looking for something. And the okay. people she's talked to are like, you know, you're not allowed to do this. She's like, I have a whole team of psychics hooked up that just killed Brainiac. I can kill you too. They're like, I heard your psychics are out of commission. She's like, you want to risk it? Yeah. And, well, they're like, uh, let us know when you're done. Because Amanda Waller's crazy. They don't want to risk it. Yeah. Uh, so eventually she starts getting where she's going. And uh, when she gets to the vehicle, Green Lantern, or sorry, Green Arrow pops out of the ice. He's like, oh, what? Waller. What? What? Stop. No, no. Here's the Stop. thing. What? Every single suit. Well, we'll get. So she's like looking. I was like, all right, Waller, I know you did something. Everyone, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know what? Just shoot me. If you're going to do something, you better shoot me, Quinn. Shoot her. Or shoot Queen. Her. He's like, yes. ah. Yes. And yes. then she ends up shooting him yes. with, the, with the stun gun. It's like, you know what? I told you, shoot, you should have shot me, you idiot. Yes. Yes. He's when like, the bad guy tells you to shoot them, you right. shoot them. Right. Well, this is Green Arrow. He has issues with shooting people. Ugh. He's a freaking archer. Well, if she had an apple on her head, that apple would have had it. Um, well, here's what's here's the most pathetic part. Basically, he's like, "All right, here's what he's like. I'm not gonna let you go there. Why the hell are you going there?" He's, he's like, "Well, tell you what, I'll tell you what happened. Brainiac, you know, I actually downloaded all of Brainiac's knowledge, and then I accidentally killed him, and that was bad. Oops. So uh, you might want to get your superhead for friends together to start defending the Earth." He's like, "Yeah, here's the deal." I'm the only one left. Every other superhero sidekick is gone. To which I kind of snickered when, ha ha, Green Arrow wasn't good enough. They took three Robins and they didn't take you. I know, uh, what a loser. <laughs> so sad, poor Green, poor Green Arrow. Anyway, uh, they took, sorry, they took Beast Boy ahead of you. I know, right? Um, Beast Boy, seriously? But, so basically... Amanda Wall lays it out like, look, we down the information. She tells them all about the Celestials and they're coming. They're going to come to Earth. And look, he put some sort of egg that's going to attract them, and I need to find this thing. And when they find it, like, oh, hell, it's active. And she's like, oh, I guess he must have had a failsafe, so when we accidentally killed him, no, it activated. No, you didn't accidentally do you? She meant to kill him. She didn't mean to kill him. She just didn't care. Uh, yeah, yeah, she she didn't care, and she should have because, you know. Because like, Brainiac's going to do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brainiac is a 12th level intellect or whatever, right. and he's got backups on backups on backups. Right. Plan, so, you know? so basically, Amanda Waller screwed the Earth. Yeah. Like we established last issue. Because that's how she's. Uh, the uh, meanwhile, on the planet of wisdom, the teams are like, "Oh crap! Okay, okay. Brainiac has these teams for a reason. There's a reason for this. We got to figure out why and do what we're going to do." Um, uh, Damian Wayne. The current Rob's like, oh, I don't like this dad, Batman. This isn't good. This is, ah, uh, screw this. Like, and Bat Dad's like, no, listen up, kid. <laughs> Bat Dad. Brainiac wasn't lying to us about this because he actually, part of his basic program is to preserve this planet. So he would not lie to us about that. He might be lying about Earth and everything else, but this he's not. There's a reason for us being these teams. We're too predictable in our current teams. So, we need, so we're going to go with this. So I'm going to go with Team Crazy over here. Because his team, like shown on this cover, is Lex Luthor, Batman, Deathstroke, Lobo, Beast Boy, and him. 
Mm. While this is going on, Superman notices, like, hey, uh, two of those celestial things left. And it looks like they're heading toward Earth. Oops. Oops. Uh, but basically, they figure out, okay, each team has to take on, has to activate some sort of node on the planet. So they each try to go to, like, there's the tree of wisdom that's made out of pure data one of them has to go to. Um, there's the tree of entropy that the bat team has to go to. There's basically, what else was there? And they have to go to their places and do their things. This issue mainly focuses on the bat team. Sure. Because they're, they're on the cover. Right. And Beast Boy, a lot, a lot of times, like, why am I with these people? Batman doesn't like me. These, the rest of the three are, other three of them are evil, are either evil or insane. Mm, why? Or both. or both. Why? Why? And Lobo actually pulls him aside and says, listen, kid, look at who you're with. It's like, yeah, I am. It's like, no, no, no. You're with Team Crazy. That's who you're with. Not a single idiot on this team is fully you know, right in the head. He's like pointing at Batman when he says that. So there must be a reason why you are put on Team Entropy, Team Crazy. This is your chance, maybe your only chance, to open up your mind and freaking let go. Have you thought of that? And you see kind of Beast Boy, kind of like see it click in his head. As he, and he just like turns into like the biggest, nastiest thing he could think of, some crazy, weird demon lion and starts tearing the crap out of everything. Which was kind of a neat moment. I really like that. Because Beast Boy is essentially a shape changer. He, he is chaos, essentially. So he works on that team who all use unpredictable tactics. Because that's that team. When you look at it, it's all unpredictable tactics. You're never going to predict what Luthor's doing. You're never going to predict Lobo. You're never going to predict Deathstroke. You're never going to predict Batman. They're too smart or have too many plans or too insane. Yes. Beast Boy belongs to that too. So Snyder did a great job with that team up when you put it in those terms. Because it's not really about power level. It's about tactics in that way. It, mm -hmm. they, and you start seeing how all the other teams are set up that way as they start going to their different nodes and trying to, try to activate them or get them working. So, so far, it's a neat story. It's a little over-convoluted. Uh, but Scott Snyder loves over-convoluted. Mm. Um, when it works, it works well. When it doesn't, you get Batman Metal, which some people loved. I did not. Mm. So, I really liked this book. It did had a great point with a lot of characters going on. Um, a lot of the characters are little, like, flashes going through. Most of the focus was on Team Entropy this time. Next book will be a different focus. Sure. Uh, so I like how they're going so far. It's only a four-issue series before setting up the new Justice League. So Yeah, it says two or four. In right, so things are going to get rushed pretty dang quick. And the last issue just came out last week. So this is a month-long event. This is not going to be taken in any four months. So they're trying to get to new Justice League real quick. Mm. So I liked it. Didn't super love it, but I liked it. I'm going to four-star it. Mm. I really liked it. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, okay. So, uh, it's not a five star. It's not a four and a half. It's not that near greatness, but is more than solid. It's a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot of fan moment. Not I wouldn't call them fan service in like the anime sense, but they're fan service in the, oh, I always want to see like Destro team up with Batman. Like, oh, this is, you know, stuff like that. Uh, there's a lot of great moments like with Sinestro going, why am I even with you idiots? I should, I should never have listened to you in the first place. I should have done, you know, so... There's some great things going on in the book. Some great character moments. I, I really liked it. Four stars. Four stars. All right. Now, if you're asking, if I, would I rather read 
No Justice two more times or Avengers 2 and Captain America 702 once again, I'd read No Justice two more times. So, here you go. That is my comparative comparative uh, rating. Okay. So, if you want more, uh, you can check me out on YouTube, my little comic polls, my team-ups with Heathen Dog. You can check out my streaming Sundays at 10 Eastern, 9 Central with Heathen Dog. We've been doing Warframe. That's been a lot of fun. Check out my past streams. Check out the current team of Warframe on Thursday. Sundays. Wait, wait. Thursday, well, Thursday is, uh, is Star Trek Online. That's Star Trek Online. Exactly right. Yeah, that's right. It's good and we are that. coming up on on the the uh, summer summer Fantastico, which is the the new uh, season fifteen. Yeah, something 14, like that. Yeah, where uh, Victory's Life, where the you can actually play Dominion Jemhadar character, and we got lots. We got. Uh, increased level cap and all that stuff. We're going to go through all that crap during the We will. Shows. It'll be crazy. It'll be fun. So look out for that. Hope everyone enjoyed Garthless Comic Pull this week. Because I enjoyed being here for you. Duncan I says he's playing Warframe on the Xbox right now. Ooh. Got to nail wow. people with the wall gun. Yeah, I love that nail gun. Yeah, yeah. The Boltar uh, or Bolt? Yeah, it's something like the Boltor. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Now let's start with the RNG, where you talk about the random things happening this week. And this week we're you, talking about... You brought up something awful. I did. I saw this coming across you, my news feed, and I went, this awful, has to be a joke. This can't be real. Awful human being. Because first this. you see, they're re- they're doing a remake of the Thundercats. Yay! Yay! Then you see this. And then you see this freaking stupid picture, and you're like, oh my oh. god. If you're 30 years old or older... You're looking at this going, what the F? Yeah, I'm not what saying that. What did you do? I've seen some people posting, they're destroying my childhood. Okay, that's crap. They're not destroying your childhood. What they're, they're doing is trying to. Of my childhood. Your childhood is your childhood. You, know, you wanted to show something like to your kids. Like, oh, this is going to be a cool series. And then they show this, and which looks like nothing. Steven no. Universe meets Adventure Time. Yes. Except yes, not is. nearly as good. Yes, Steven Universe, Adventure Time, and maybe uh, for, from the trailer that I watched before I bailed on it. Teen, I didn't see the, the new Teen thing. Titans? Uh, no, well, no, no, Teen, Teen Titans Go, definitely. But uh, also a little bit of Rick and Morty with, with, with without the with intelligence. With way less intelligence, yeah. Yes, yes, without the intelligence. Oh my gosh, when I saw the preview, it was like, this is my stabby stick. The sword of, I was like, what? See, see, see. The sword is a stabby stick. And it's just, when I showed it to my wife, she's like, are they all babies? Is it like Thundercat babies? No, Why is he wearing no, a onesie? No. It's Thundercat retard. And no, I'm I wouldn't use that terminology. That's that. not cool. I'm not going to apologize That's for saying that. That's not cool. No, this, you should. This is the reason the word retard was made. Well, actually, not, no, not. Not for people with mental handicaps, for shows like this. Well, for something that's slower. You know, retarded me just means we actually means slower, no, no, um, sl- or weaker. Uh, slower but the in, uh, in every but way. this is, it's it's ridiculous. The Thundercats as the original show. I'm not going to say I'm the world's biggest fan, but I liked it. I loved it as a kid. Yes. If you were a little kid, a little boy, it's, that's it's, who the target audience was. For it's made for a preteen, early teenage boy. Right, and it's you know same thing as GI Joe, right. same thing as right. Silverhawks, same thing as Transformers, right? He Man, all that. Yes, all of that. Yeah, it's, it's made better. For it was that. better than and He Man. Then they redo it into this freaking nonsense. Yeah, it looks terrible. It and who's it going to appeal to? Babies? I guess maybe it'll appeal to you know people babies. who smoke too much weed and babies watch the, and watch and, SpongeBob and all day. Ironic hippies, I guess. Yeah, that's I what I'm saying. People smoke too much dope and watch SpongeBob all day. 
around Achilles. Yep. And if you watch the, if you watch the video of the the lead designer of this, uh, yeah, you know, you're talking it's about awful. some guy it's who's in awful. his twenties with a man bun. He's awful. He's awful. I, I if if I had the if I had a wish, while I was watching that that the lead designer talk about this farce. If I had a wish, normally I would have a convoluted plan about how I would wish for infinite wishes and get away with it. But no, I would wish to be teleported instantly to him and stab him in the effing face. All right, that's a little much. 100 times and then be teleported away and get away with it. I would just, able, I just want to say this. All day. I really am not happy about this series. I'm never going to watch a, a, a minute of it. No, no. Uh, but no, the really, as a matter of fact, no, no. Move to the next slide to oh, show people what I think of it. Yes. I built this slide. That's a good slide. Yeah, that's me. But it. I did that. It, it this in no way. I can't see it appealing to the original core audience, or no, it's, never gonna do that. it's or not a new audience. It's I'm not gonna get a new audience. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. it's not. It's not gonna appeal to any olds yeah. who watched it as kids. Like, oh yeah, I have such great memories. Like they're trying to make all these series that that do that. Like. Hell, look at Cobra Kai. That yeah. was clearly made for people who watched Karate Kid when they yes. were young. And they're like, oh, I want to see more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. even other cartoon series like that where they're trying to appeal to the people who watched it as kids. The current Dragon Ball series is pretty much made directly for the people who grew up watching the show. Yep. This is it. being made for a new audience. They're, they're completely cutting out the old audience. It's too different. Yep. Absolutely. And, it, but alien. it's so completely different why even bother putting a thundercats name on it yeah i know you 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 could have saved so much money by calling it something else right and you wouldn't get nearly the inter- i cannot find a post on the internet that says hey this looks good i can't find one i've looked for them no, no one can't. no one no. no one said the only person to say how great it looks are the people who made it yeah and they're obviously extremely stupid i don't know who the creator of this is related to in warner brothers to make this happen but he's got to be someone's son or nephew or something yeah because i cannot believe this got greenlit everyone is the victim of nepotism on this one it has everyone has to everyone i just don't understand it or maybe he has dirty pictures of him but that's that's me but the uh i just i don't understand the business decisions behind it i don't understand what audience they're trying to appeal to because you do something like this, and then when it fails, they say, oh, see, the 80s nostalgia thing's over. No one wants no, this. No, no that's no. not what you delivered. Oh, uh, Rick and Morty is 80s nostalgia. It's pretty pure 80s with, with uh, current jokes and and really, really intelligently written dialogue. Right. It's crude, but intelligent at the same time. It's fun. Yes, exactly. You know, it's it's it has the, the 80s crudeness and look, but it has up-to-date... Uh, dialogue and uh, storylines, which is great. And if they did that with Thundercats, that would be awesome because back in the 80s, if you rewatch the Thundercats, it doesn't hold up. If you rewatch Silverhawks, it doesn't hold up. If you rewatch Bionic 6, it doesn't hold up. And if you don't know the things I'm talking about, then you. you yeah, well, I. Up. You didn't grow up watching that. G.I. Joe doesn't but, hold up. No, the, but the comics if you, do. Yeah, if you watch. If you watch the 80s, uh, 80s and early 90s versions of Transformers, it does hold up. It was it was written it was written better than G.I. Joe. There are some episodes. Yes, there are some episodes that are really, really written better. But for the most part, they don't hold up. So if you 
if you took that look, if you took that style, if you took that, brought it into the present age and and rewrote it to to appeal to a modern audience like Rick and Morty did, then you're going to be a winner. But instead, the freaking idiots who, who took the 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 awesome brand of Thundercats and did this bullshit to it. Yeah, there's still people who are adults who are seriously into the original Thundercats series. Did and they had a they had a remake happened. a few years yeah. ago, which was pretty cool. Did um, not understand what would happen if they did this. But they this really is did not understand. Yeah, they're alienating a huge audience. Yeah, a huge audience. And you know what? Uh, a huge audience who has children. And my children will never watch this. Yeah, mine either. So it's just I don't understand it. Sorry. I like I said, I've looked for positive things and the only positive blurbs you read are news articles about it, and the positive stuff they're reading is the press release. Yes. So I haven't seen anyone's like, oh, I saw the preview. I can't wait. And I was like, what the hell is this? I don't agree. I, I hate seeing the articles like, you're ruining my childhood. Kind of like you saw with uh, the prequels for Star Wars. Like, oh, you're destroying my childhood. No, you're, they're not. Whatever. Um, but wow. No, they're, they're not destroying your childhood. They're, they're shitting on it. It's not. It doesn't destroy. It. You can well, clean they, it. Well, they are pretty much crappy on the franchise. Yeah, yeah. You, you you can clean it. It it it's you know the what happened to you twenty years, twenty, thirty, forty years ago is still happened. They can't erase that, but they can crap all over it. Baldahar says we are ruining his childhood. Well, Best I'm tr- I'm trying to stop you from watching this. Do not watch Thundercats War. Do not watch Thundercats War. That's don't do it. Wow. And I encourage people to like look up the. Uh, the promo videos where you see the the creator talking about how excited he is about the program, just see if the idea of is how insane everyone involved in this project must be, because I cannot believe a word coming out of this guy's is. mouth. This is what it is right here. I, it I, will it will kill you if you watch it. Don't watch it. If you do, you're gonna feel like someone pooped on your brain. All right. That is the emoji action that is happening on your screen. But wow, just just wow. I mean, wow. Wow. I have to I have to throw up now. Wow. But that was the RNG, everyone. <laughs> That'll make everyone happy. Uh but I, but I felt we had to talk about that because that's just wow. That just happened and it's thank, just Thank you, Garthon. Hey. Thank all you. about current events. Ugh. As always you can check out Max Leo at Elgaria streaming. Max is working on it. Uh, you can also uh, watch his YouTube, more Battletech videos coming soon. It's been neat watching him go through. He's better at playing it than I am. And you can watch Elgarian stream, Shroud the Avatar, Forsaken Virtues, Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Central. Well, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but, you know, Pretty much. Thursdays, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday, Monday, yeah. Tuesday, Plays a lot. and, like, other days of the week that haven't been right. invented yet. That, days that end in Y. Sure. Uh, also check out the awesome sites, Role Players the Avatar, rpo.com, and sodahelp.org for all your Shroud the Avatar needs. Uh, it's been officially uh, released. Some neat stuff going on there. Check that out. Here's the streaming schedule. Everyone should memorize it immediately. I'm surprised if you haven't already. We stream every single day of the week at some point during the day. So always want to check that out to see what is currently happening. And always make sure to be a part of the weekly live stream. Saturday, 8 Central, 9 Eastern. So you can be involved with me and Heathen Dog and let us know the haps with the world. And how you also are hurt by Thundercats Roll. Yes, yes. Please, please give us support in the comments. I want to know that we, we, him and me, are not alone in the world in thinking that this is a blasphemy. 
an awful blight on the world. And I want your comments. I want your I want your I want your strife. We want your like, subscribe, and yes. comments. Yes, yes, which, written. Which you so can I do can through Twitch, Twitch, where every time we stream. Do it on YouTube on this video. You, you look, go to YouTube, look up Legion of Myth. Tweet us at Legion of Myth. Tweet your horror. Discord, join us, Amino. Blight, it must be great stuff. Wow. Alright. Baldahar missed it up until the point I said blight. The audio version is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, and fine podcast aggregators everywhere. You can support the Legion of Myth by getting your gear at, at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Cool t-shirts, cool jackets, impress your friends, terrify your enemies, find love. You can support us through Patreon, patreon.com slash A Streamlabs donation is nice, go there. Directly through PayPal, paypal.me slash Myth. Or cheering us live through Twitch when great stuff happens like in your right now, Baldahar, right now. No, don't Duncan Idaho, right now. No one wants to I'm cheer right now. We told them about kidding. we told them about Thundercats. I will never, I will never force anyone to cheer anyone ever. I was just making fun of them because mm-hmm. I know them. And Unless he's making an audio yeah. video. Uh, so, yeah, fair enough. Make sure to like this video, follow, subscribe, Legion Myth, and comment. Let us know how you're feeling. And we'll let you know how we're feeling, my friends. That's how it works in this crazy world. You're all to help each other out. Because remember, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great Diurnal Anomaly. <laughs>